The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out many save the dates? The first Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voice. Voices of Search podcast. My name is Benjamin Shapiro, and I'm the executive producer of the Voices of Search podcast. And today we've got a special SEO education episode for you, which is going to be guest hosted by our friends Jordan Cooney and Tyson Stockton, who are the co-founders of Previsible, which is an SEO consulting and education company that helps support enterprise businesses scale organic search traffic and educate their organizations. Jordan and Tyson are experts in all things enterprise SEO, and I'm thrilled to invite them to take the mic and share their knowledge with your loyal listeners. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right. Here's an SEO education episode of the Voices of Search podcast, guest hosted by Jordan Cooney and Tyson Stockton from Previsible. Hey, what's going on? Thanks for joining us. My name's Tyson. I'm joined again with Jordan Cooney. And today on The Voice of Search, we are diving into technical skills for SEO. So we're going to be reviewing what are the hard skills or kind of areas within technical SEO that you'll need to be comfortable, familiar, and kind of trained up on to be successful in this space. So Jordan, what's going on? How's your Tuesday? Ah, great Tuesday. And I'm, I'm so glad we're starting with, let's just call it the meat and potatoes of SEO here, SEO learning here, right? And, and I think, as we all know, the core technical skills to be successful at, a, at SEO are all contained within this episode, right? Everything else after this episode is like kind of like the additional components that get added on to it to like make you successful. You got to get this core down, which is the, the hard technical skills, the stuff that you can... The good news about this, this is all stuff that you can learn from books, videos, courses, 
it's stuff that's readily available out there. Yeah, I mean, and maybe before we dive into some of the like the more specifics of this episode, why not we just kind of level set with the listeners? Like, what is the spectrum within technical SEO? That's a really good question, Tyson. And the spectrum is is a wide net, right? Because we're dealing with everything from small websites, a WordPress, a Shopify, a small business website that, that might be like on a Wix scenario to large enterprise websites that are on homegrown developed platforms and, and require tons of maintenance and upkeep and all these things. So we're casting this wide net across all different types of websites, regardless of size, but we're highlighting and diving into what are the ultimate skills that you need, regardless of the size of the website, to be able to function as a technical SEO. And that really is the core of of this conversation. Yeah. And I'd say from my side, I would describe technical SEO is the facets within SEO that are typically going to be working with more of the product and an engineering side of an org. So it's going to be largely focused more on like your page speed elements. So core web vitals, it's going to be looking at crawl budget and crawl efficiency. It's going to be looking at internal linking at scale. And it's a lot of times looking at more than just one page. And so you're looking at page templates, you're looking at these broad stroke changes that can impact significant portions of a website. And I think with that, as we highlighted in yesterday's episode, you're going to have those significant opportunity and growth gains from a traffic perspective and having that big splash impact. All right. So kind of jumping right in then, Jordan, what's the foundation starting point? Like, so let's run through a scenario. I'm, I've been in SEO. I start working for a new organization. What's the kind of like foundation building block that I should educate myself on when I'm either picking up a new project or starting a new role within SEO? Yeah, I think this is chapter one, right? And there's probably like, like a preface that's being written in this book in terms of the education that you need in order to get your core technical SEO skills. And the first chapter is always going to be understanding your code base, right? Like if you don't know the basics and by no stretch of the imagination should an SEO or a content writer, if you're listening or a PM, if if you're in a bigger organization, you don't have to be an expert, but you got to be proficient. You have to understand the basic code base by which your website is being developed off of. So if you're WordPress, you got to have a basic understanding of HTML and PHP, right? If you've got a Next.js front end on your website, you got to have a a basic understanding of Next.js, right? Like there's just a critical component to being a good SEO is taking out that first chapter and saying, okay, this is what the code base is. This is how our website is being developed. This is how our website's being rendered and managed. I need to know a little bit about how this works. Absolutely. And I think in that scenario, it's basically like, hey, if this is the framework that your you know, website that you're working on is built on, that's your starting point. If you're from, if you're working on more of the agency side or you're more of like, I just want to prepare myself for my own career growth, I would be looking at just these are the most common ones. And so it's like, if you have your foundation, always start with, what you really need to know. So that's like if you're on the in-house side, what the website you're working on operates with. But also if you're on the outside or you're more of just trying to prepare yourself, 
just look at those top most common ones. And I mean, I think you listed off a few of like the heavy hitters, the ones that I would start with. But I think that is going to be, you know, your your fundamental building block that then you're going to be able to layer these additional skills on top of. And I'll just add, because I know that a lot of the stuff we talk about often feels like it's tailored to bigger companies or bigger organizations. But for the, the small businesses that are out there and the folks that are using these, these platforms, right, like Wix or other website builder type platforms, keep in mind, many of these companies provide heavy documentation around SEO. And if, if you're not going to be able to alter the code base, you should be reading that documentation as your starting place because they are going to provide you the roadmap or the playbook as to what you can and can't control and those guardrails are they going to predicate every other skill that you're going to want to learn. 100%. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Okay, so we got our kind of foundation starting kind of block. Maybe like next thing we want to get into is what are some of the tools that us as FCOs can or could have access to to help identify issues, opportunities, and how to actually make an impact within this vein? I think this is one of the most important lessons in the technical SEO book, which is inside out, right? What I mean by that is, you always focus on the data and tools you have inside your organization, and then you work your way out. And this is a huge challenge for some SEOs, right? Because some SEOs love to come into organizations, whether they're from an agency side or they're from an in-house scenario. And it's like this tool like madness, right? Like I need more tools and I need to set this one up and I need this one and that one. And I need like 17 different crawlers all hitting our website at the same time. For what purpose? I don't know. Um, But in any case, the reality is that start inside out. Start inside out in terms of setting up both what data you have, what information you have internally. And many of these, especially large organizations, many of them have established internal tools. They have like rigor or other heavy hitting technologies that allow you to look at like server logs and allow you to look at like any 
issues that are happening with your site rendering, right? Getting access to that, getting knowledge around that, super critical. Learning about how to use these platforms, super critical. But start inside out is really the, the key takeaway here. And I want more and more SEOs to be thinking that way because not only can they educate themselves then better about how their company or how their team or how their organization is looking at data, but they're also going to become much better at collaborating with the partners across the organization. Because at the end of the day, that goes into the soft skills that we're going to talk about later, but that's kind of a key component to success. I think that's a great point. Always looking internally too, like then there's going to be familiarity within those other teams that you're looking at. And so I think, yeah, understanding like, and I mean, it's not just for technical SEO, but understanding your analytics side. Obviously, you're going to have access to GSC and you're going to get some information like get into core web vitals. You're going to have elements or pieces of data available within GSC. So whether it's analytics, GSC, the next bucket that I would kind of look at too is crawlers. So, I mean, I think you made a great point. Like you don't need a ton of crawlers. There's a huge variety of crawlers out there on the market. So I think regardless if you're the enterprise organization or a smaller company, and I mean, you have some really great price point solutions. You have your screaming frogs that I think most all of us are familiar with. But then also, you know, you can work your way up with solutions like Jet Octopus, OnCrawl, Sitebull, you have search metrics, then you're kind of dedicated crawlers in addition to some of those uh, deep crawl, Botify. So it's like there's plenty of options out there. I think understanding the requirements of your website and then also understanding where you're at budget-wise because that whole vein is going to have quite an array of pricing and stuff. And I don't think needs to be something that you're putting all of your budget into, but I would recommend that you need to have access to at least one of these crawlers. Like that is going to be a way to identify opportunities at scale. It's going to be a way to identify more how a search engine is going to be interacting with the site. So I think within the technical SEO, like crawler is going to be something that in some form that you should have access to. And to add a cherry on top of this concept, right? Whether it's crawlers, log files, other resources that you can use to understand the effectiveness of your website as it is seen by Google, right? That's the whole point of this is you got to go learn all your status codes, right? Like, I mean, one of the funny things I always love, like in SEO, we spend a lot of time in the 300s, right? Because we're always dealing with redirects, right? But it is surprising to see how few SEOs know what's going on in the 400s and God forbid the 500s. <laughs> so like that is just like, we should really get ourselves in a good place in understanding the range of status codes. One of my favorite jokes is, hey, what happens when we have a 200? And for whatever reason, no one ever seems to pop champagne, which is shocking to me because isn't that what we want every day? But anyway, oh. um, I digress. <laughs> I just think that it's really important that we all kind of get ourselves on the same playing field in these kinds of skills, these hard skills of understanding not only what you see in a server log, interpreting those server logs, using tools to better educate yourself. This is all part of your like core curriculum, this first set of curriculum around like how you analyze data, right? Yep. And then, I mean, I would say too, like with that last point on analyzing data, I think that is going to be one of the technical skills that you should have. 
And I think within the conversation and data, and this could be whether you're getting the data from your log files, you're getting them from crawlers, you're getting them from analytics, doesn't matter the source, but you're going to have three kind of main areas within working with this data or skill sets within working with this data that's going to help you be more effective. So it's like I would characterize that in one, the starting point data analysis, Another one, which I would put in more on like data transformations or data cleansing. And then the final one into the visualizations. So if you were thinking like, hey, this is a part of my own skill set that I'm not as like savvy on, I'd be looking for courses in those three categories. And then that's going to what's going to unlock some of the more of these opportunities of working on technical SEO. Exactly. One of the interesting things for our listeners whether you work on a small website or you work on a big website, the next hard technical skill that you absolutely have to have is data analysis, right? Like, I mean, I don't know of a technical SEO who doesn't spend half, if not more than half their time analyzing data. Even I still analyze data on a daily basis, right? Whether it be ripping down exports from GSC, looking at server crawl logs, understanding how different volatility might exist within keyword sets or ranking data. All of this data analysis is absolutely critical. And like, we're probably somewhere in chapter three or four here of this book of these hard skills, but there are some core foundational data analysis skills that you have to have. And I'd like to start with (laughs) using Excel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, your entry barrier is going to be the Excel, Google Sheets, and then we can certainly layer and kind of move beyond beyond that that point very quickly. But you know, isn't it funny? Like, I mean, I think Tyson, you were on this too. Like this thread, we were we were talking to a friend of ours, and she's an SEO in house SEO, and she's trying to hire. She's a more junior SEO, and the candidates that she was talking to, one of them just didn't know how to use Excel. Like if the, if the story, I think the story goes that this individual literally just highlighted cells to sum up a, a, like a, like, like a column that had over a thousand rows in it. I was just like, wait a minute. Like, like a, that's a lot of extra work. B there's YouTube videos that show you how to do this. But like, this is the kind of stuff we're talking about. Like, this is the chapter of the book. You got to get these foundational data analysis skills around utilizing Excel Quiz yourself, folks. Like there are plenty of Excel quizzes, videos out there that can teach you how to do the basic mechanics. Then the interpretation, the analysis, the compiling of this data, the the forecasting and showing it in like visualization tools and blah, blah, blah. That's all nice to have. But if you can't get the basics, you're not going very far, very fast. Yeah, I think think that is a great point. Like that is going to be pretty much all of our starting points. But I think... You should also continually challenge yourself because by gaining some knowledge within just things like that is going to open up the scalability of this. And so if you're only working within Google Sheets or Microsoft Excel, well, you're going to have caps, you're going to have limits, like that's one aspect. And then it kind of moves you into this conversation that you hear amongst like technical SEOs of like, what is the best process or what is the best language for doing this? And I think there isn't a right answer to that because sure, you're going to have different pieces that have strengths in different areas. But my recommendation to SEOs out there, especially on the in-house side, would be 
use what's most common within your organization. If your organization uses Python, use Python. And it's like learn more Python. And so I think by utilizing whatever's the most common within your organization is then going to allow you to work with other teams a bit easier instead of then trying to force other people into how you've gone down it. And so if you're using the same piece, then people can recreate or mimic or build upon your work for it. But I think the biggest thing is, is it doesn't matter as necessarily of what has nuanced strengths. Sure, there could you could get into those conversations, but now maybe we're at like a 500 level. But I think the biggest piece is if you're looking for a starting point of what you should learn or what you should initially use, look at what else is being used within the organization and use that as your jumping off point. No doubt. I think that there's the, the starting place to the mechanics, but then leveraging what your organization uses. I remember one of my first, maybe like second or third job out of college was just doing SQL requests for data. <laughs> you know, I couldn't do it today if I had to. I mean, I'm sure I could figure it out. But like that, but those are the kinds of things that great SEOs are good at, right? And I think that that's the, the data journey that we're all on. And there's some really good chapters out of the book here where you can learn some hard skills to then get you to the elevated area where you're leveraging those for the organization to like scale your, your traffic and efforts. So Tyson, we're, I think we got one more hard skill that we need to talk about. It's like a backbone to like the way Google is at looking at websites. And that's just page experience and just the general theme around core web vitals. And I, I don't think we have to spend a ton of time diving into this one because most of the, hopefully most of our listeners are already aware of what Core Web Vitals is. If, you, if you're not, there's plenty of episodes on the Voices of Search to like give you the rundown on what this is all about. But I think there's a couple of main reasons why this is a hard skill, right? Absolutely. And I think it has been, especially if we're talking Core Web Vitals, this is like one of the really hot topics over the last 12 months. But I think there is the need for one, both the individual, the SEO to have this understanding, but also in the sense of being able to educate and communicate the other stakeholders and partners within the organization of these. And so obviously it always starts with your own understanding to that and then being able to pass that understanding and that kind of shared knowledge on to the people that you're working with. But I think that is going to be a core kind of theme or element within technical SEO and understanding how a search engine, Google, whoever is interpreting and measuring your site is ultimately going to be like what sets the waterline or your benchmark that you're needing to achieve. Yeah. And with Core Web Vitals, I see this weird image in my head. I know nobody wants to go there, but I just see this image of like flashcards Right. Like, you know, those grade school flashcards, we had to like memorize how to like do certain multiplication problems or spell a word or whatever. And I just see like LCP, largest contentful paint. Like, you know, and then on the other side, there's a definition. Right? Like, I mean, I just yeah. see that because not only do you need to know what these elements mean, there are so many sub factors as to how they're scored. I mean, honestly, like I don't have them all even memorized. But it's really vital to have a core understanding, educate yourself, not only in terms of what Google has been saying about many of these metrics, but then what also other third parties and experts who are leveraging these same formulas to inform developers, engineers, SEOs on how to use this. And I think it's so important because this is the most mathematical way 
in which Google can evaluate our websites. And if you don't really understand, and if you don't have it like flashcard memorized, it becomes very difficult to have internal conversations. It also becomes very difficult to prioritize things because you need to be able to kind of instantly know what is a pain point, what is an opportunity within the various core web vital KPIs. Absolutely. And with that, that wraps up today's episode on the voice of search. Again, today we're talking about what are the hard skills that you as the SEO need to be familiar, comfortable, and proficient with to achieve success within technical SEO. So again, we covered things of your starting building block, understanding the code base of your website, having that basic HTML knowledge, and then layering that with whether it's PHP, JavaScript, doesn't matter, but start with what your website's built on. And then from that, you can then be moving into understanding of the tools and systems that you have access to understand then how to manipulate and really bring to life large data. So that again, within the data category, you have your analysis. That's where you can learn the skills of Python or whatever. And then pair that in with data transformations, visualizations, and then that's going to really be able to paint the story of where the opportunities live within technical SEO. So thanks again for joining us today on The Voice of Search and check back with us tomorrow as we continue the conversation and move towards what you need to know to execute on technical SEO. Okay, thanks to Jordan Cooney and Tyson Stockton, our SEO education guest hosts. If you'd like to get in touch with Jordan and Tyson, you can find a link to their LinkedIn profiles in our show notes. You can contact them on Twitter. Jordan's handle is JT Cooney, that's J-T-K-O-E-N-E, and Tyson's handle is Tyson underscore Stockton. Or if your team is interested in SEO consulting or organizational education, you can always head to their company's website, which is previsible.io, that's P-R-E, V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and 
and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data. Thank you.